Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Graham Baldwin here. So glad to have you here with us for another awesome episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, one of the best parts of our student experience here at the Speaker Lab is the coaching that is integrated into our programs. And our team has the experience and expertise that it takes to help our students gain confidence, clarity, and follow that clear path to their own speaking success. And so during our Coaches Corner podcast series, you're going to have the opportunity to hear from our Director of Student Success, Mary Alice Goldsmith, and a member of our coaching team. So whether you are at the very beginning of your speaking journey or a well-seasoned veteran in the industry. Regardless, our coaches are meeting you where you're at and equipping you to take you to the next level. So I'm going to hand the mic over to them. And I know that you're going to love hearing from our coaches. So let's get right into it. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Mary Alice Goldsmith here, Director of Student Success here at the Speaker Lab. And today I am joined by our very own elite concierge and coach, Katie Campbell. Really excited to be with you today on this Coach's Corner series because today we're going to be deep diving into key assets every successful speaker, that was kind of hard to say, should have. <laughs> successful speaker. I mean, if we said that seven times, what would happen? I don't know. How you doing, Katie? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited for you to be here. I mean, our students are so lucky to have you be the first point of contact after um, purchasing their program for, um, you know, becoming a speaker. And um, I know that you add so much value into their journey and their process. And so what we're going to be talking about today is, is really critical to uh, really stepping into that professional speaker. They don't have to have any of these, but if they really want to step into that professional speaker, this is critical. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about it. So let's just dive in with, um, you know, we all know that speakers solve a problem. They make an impact. They have a talk obviously, but what else do speakers really need? Not only just to build the business, but build the business with that kind of confidence. Like I'm not messing around kind of confidence. Yeah. I think the thing that we're going to talk about takes them from like a hobby to an actual professional business and that's mm. marketable assets, right? Like they need to have an online presence and promotional assets. And in today's world, if you don't have that online, you don't exist, right? Mm. The expectation is if I'm going to hire you and I search your name more than your Facebook profile or your Instagram feed need to come up. And so that's why it's really critical that we set our students up with a website and a demo so that they can, like you said, have that confidence behind them. Yeah. And I think, I think what often follows with that online presence, it's like, I, I just want to be clear. Like we are not telling you to go and get an Instagram and a LinkedIn mm -hmm. and a Facebook and a Twitter, but have something that really does funnel people to your main website. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, social media is a whole nother conversation, right? But, but having that solid website takes out all of the fluff, right? There's so many distractions on social media and it doesn't summarize who you are as a brand concisely. And that's really the goal of the website is to put it all into one place and a really highlighted professional setting. Yeah. It's a uh, digital, digital business card that really lays it all out there. Yeah. Love that. Um, the other thing too, and I, I don't think we talk about this enough to our students, and this is so valuable. Eric, who does our virtual program, talks about this a ton, but the power of the abstract. Um, it's not digital. It's not online, although I guess it could be, but it is such a valuable tool, tool in terms of marketing yourself. Um, what have you seen in terms of students who came into the program with an out, without an abstract to then going through the program and building out an abstract. Yeah, it's clarity, right? Because an abstract not only forces the speaker to get really specific on what they're bringing to the stage, um, but it it gives clarity to the event booker on exactly what they're going to get from them too. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have all of your foundational elements in place, like what you work on in module one and two, um, it's really hard to create your abstract. So bringing those pieces together into one sheet makes it really easy for every single person to know exactly who you are and what you're about. Yeah, for sure. I know, um, a lot of our students come into the program and, um, they build out their abstract and there's something that happens, like something clicks and they have this level of clarity, as you mentioned, but also this confidence to be like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to wait. I'm just putting myself out there. Like some of them don't even build out their talk and they literally reach out get booked and paid to speak. And then they're like, okay, now, now I have to get serious about my talk. Um, so they're powerful. They are, they are definitely powerful. Um, they are, and it allows you to pivot if you need to, right? Like we have all these thoughts in our head and sometimes when we get it onto paper, we're like, okay, that's not how I want it to sound. Or that's maybe not the angle I want to approach it at. So it it brings a, a level of clear, it forces you into a level of clarity to either change something change course or to just, you know, define what you want to do even more. So, yeah, for sure. So we kind of touched on this a little bit throughout this, but, um, you know, we see students from all different levels, like students who have been on stage for 20, 30 years, students who have spoke, um, because of work, uh, functions and things like that. And then other students who are just like, I don't know, this is just a passion and I feel called to it, you know? So we, we see, we see all different levels. But one thing that we could say, even from the real seasoned speakers, these assets, like what are some of the profound benefits that this does for our students and professional speakers? Yeah, Um, it gives them a place to exist online. And in return, it gives them that confidence to back them up, right? We kind of mentioned that in the first one, but um, having a place where just you own essentially online, there's a lot of, of you know, confidence building for you, it puts a lot of power in your back pocket to lean on. Um, it's, it's your exclusive space that nobody else is a part of, right. That really tells your story and your brand. Um, and along with that, it highlights your brand and your voice, right. There's probably going to be other speakers in your niche and on your topic. And that website really helps highlight why you're the best fit for your particular message. Um, just putting it all into that one place in their specific voice. So it creates that, that consistency and gives people something that, you know, they know to expect if they hire you. Yeah. 
I think too, like for the, the professional speaker, it does help them step into this role, right? It's like, there's something that happens when your website's done where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm really doing this. Like this is, this is going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I know you have experienced this, but I know for myself, like coaching students, when they get their website, they're so excited. They email me and they're like, oh, you have to check this out. And, um, it, it's, it's an exciting moment. Like they birthed this website. That's really going to be, you know, like you said, like the home of their business. Yeah. Um, Tell me, tell me some stories around that. Like, I'm sure you've had so many students like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's always so much excitement because it like, it, it becomes real at that moment, right? It's more than thoughts. It's more than, um, you know, writing your talk over and over again and trying to memorize it. It's like this beautiful physical representation of like all of the hard work and effort that you put in. And there's also a sense of like, okay, I have this. It's real. Now what, what do yeah. I send it to people? What do I do? Um, and I love just saying like, pass it on to your family and friends, like not just leads, but like tell everybody about your website because they're going to know other people. And it, it might create some awareness and connections that you didn't even know you had available to you, but yeah, that's such share a, it with everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's such a great point because, um, I'm always amazed by people who, go through this process and, you know, they're, they're out there trying to get booked and paid to speak and we'll troubleshoot some things. And I'll say, well, have you told all your family and friends? Like, have you shared your website? And they're like, no, I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> why haven't you shouted this from the mountaintops? Like you've done all the work, you've done all the things you put so much effort into it. Like, this is something I think, I think as humans, we forget that humans are actually for us. They're not against us. And they yeah. do want to support us and they do want to celebrate us, especially family and friends, but that's a missing ingredient. It's like when you are done with your website and you're so excited, share it, like yes. shout it from the mountaintops. <laughs> yep. It helps put that identity on yourself too, right? Like you're forced to name yourself as a speaker and maybe not for the experienced ones that come in, that might not be a, you know, such a block, but for someone who has never been on stage before having and owning that identity can be you know, there's some fear around that. So now that you've got something proud to show off, like great time to, to bring that identity out to everybody that, you know, too. Yeah. such a great point. I'll also make this point as we're talking about this, you know, sometimes when people, you know, students are done with their website, they love it, but they're always like, I don't know, there's something else. There's something else. And I always say to speakers, your website is never done. It's yeah. never done. Right. Like um, I remember one student, super diligent, did all the things, all the colors, like really was intentional about his website. And he was just like, I don't know, something's missing. And I'm like, well, it'll come to you as your business evolves and you as a speaker evolve, you're going to be changing that website quarterly, yearly, monthly for some people. Mm -hmm. Um, but just trust that more will be revealed, but it's good enough. It's one of those things like perfect is the enemy of good. And when yeah. it comes to your website, it's never going to be perfect. So if you love it, just bask in that moment for today and know that as your business grows and evolves, so will your website. Yeah, that's, oh, I love that point. And there's like two angles to take that. Uh, the first angle is we are so critical of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like seeing our pictures on there and our, our like, 
thing, like the things that we've written can be hard to take in. And we just want to like keep on making these little tiny adjustments. And so sometimes you got to step back and just be like, okay, are these adjustments based on my fear? Are these adjustments based on like what actually really need to happen to continue to make the website great? Um, So don't be too hard on yourself too, you know, to the students that are getting their own, their new websites. Like you said, you're always going to make adjustments. Just be careful where the place of that wanting to make adjustment is coming from. Yeah. Um, No, it's so true. Which, which is the power of coaching, right? I mean, yeah, I can't tell you, and I'm sure you can do the same. And so could all the coaches, there's, there's that imposter syndrome that steps up, sets in because you're about to step up into this next level, a place that you've never been before. And so when the website's done, there's this, there could be not for everyone, but sometimes there is this internal battle between, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Oh my gosh, what have I done? This is so scary. Right. (laughs) And so one of the things as coaches that we do is we're able to hold your hand to that process. And we're able to call you out and say, listen, it is fabulous. You've done the work. It looks great. What's really getting in your way. And a lot of times it is imposter syndrome. It is this fear of like, can I actually really do this? Um, and it's, it's powerful to have somebody in your corner to be able to call you out on that lovingly mm-hmm. and with empathy, but also say it, it's okay. Let, let's just walk through this, what's coming up and what do we need to do be, or have to get through this so that we can get this website out. Uh, totally. And sometimes it's just sharing the website with people in the speaker lab community and exactly you know, getting feedback from peers. And they're like, okay, okay. It's good. It's good. But you know, imposter syndrome is definitely a thing. And it, it's, it's something that um, just another value we bring here at the student success team uh, and coaching, helping through that people through that process. So yeah, absolutely. I just had a coaching call like that today. And it was like, wait, can we just adjust my headline that that statement right at the top of my website and change the color and maybe move it here. And I was like, why? And it was so hard for this person to, to describe why they actually wanted it to happen. And, um, it looked great where it was. And then we like kind of took a deep breath and we looked at the over view of the website as a whole and it worked fine. Like it didn't need to change. So again, like being able to draw that line with the students and just let them step out of their own minds for a second can be incredibly helpful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's powerful for sure. Um, definitely not something you want to try to do on your own, you know, it's, no. it's, it's, uh, It can be very challenging. So to have that support is powerful. Yeah. Okay. So how does having these assets help event planners sift through the noise? Because it can get noisy for event planners and find that perfect speaker for their event. Yeah. So um, your website removes all of the fluff, right? So if I'm an event booker and I'm getting 50 emails with different speaker websites, I don't want to go on and sort through Instagram and Facebook pages and blogs just to figure out what you're about. So um, your speaker website, and especially in the format that we design at the speaker lab, it really works the event booker through all of the main points that they need to know all the way down to the contact form, which is the ultimate goal, right? So they can reach out to you and they can discuss further what you can bring to them. But uh, it gives them that really clear, concise space to really get uh, a short in-depth summary of who you are and, and what they can expect. Yeah, it's great. I, I had a call this morning with a student and I had her do this, um, homework assignment it's called transformational language. And it was such a, um, 
it was such an aha for her that she realized there's the, these critical words that when she used them, it really got her excited about what she did. And we were talking about where they should fit in the website and how it should pop out. I call it like perk up effect marketing, where the right people are perk, like they perk up and they're like, oh yeah, I need this person, you know, yes. or sexy marketing, sexy language that makes people go, yes, that's what I want. Um, but really we have to understand that we have seconds, seconds to grab people's attention. And if you're, if you're not doing that, most event planners are going to exit out and go to the next person. Yeah. So it's really critical to, and, and like you said, the way that we do it here at the speaker lab, we're so precise. We get right to the point so that an event planner knows, oh, okay, this is what they do. This is how they do it. This is who they do it for. They're talking to me. And then it's like a bio talk titles, demo reels, things like that. So it's so succinct that it makes it so easy um, for event planners to be like, this is an easy yes, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that's, it's really critical because I'm sure like you, I've seen a lot of websites, I call them noisy yes. and it's like automatically you just want to jump ship. It's overwhelming. And that like, just like meeting someone in person, it's like a three second or less impression mm -hmm. and they have an assumption about who you are. So like that first page that they arrive on has got to be really clear, really attractive and just like want to pull them down. Um, and another beautiful thing about that is like, we put the speakers, I help positioning statement right at the top of the website. And it does two things. One, it affirms for that correct audience that, okay, I'm going to keep reading. This is who I need to speak at my event. And it, you know, you know, it kind of dismisses some of the people who aren't a great fit for that speaker. So it kind of sorts out all of the events that you should, or, you know, maybe don't want to speak at yeah. automatically on its own. So, yeah, no, it's awesome. Love that. Um, what are some of the mistakes that you see when it comes to website design or just even the way that like students think about the website, like what are, what are some of the mistakes that our listeners could pay attention to? Like, if you have a website right now, you can go and do this right now. So yeah. what are some of the mistakes? Absolutely. Um, designing the website for your benefit. It's really easy because it's your content. It's your passion, right? We want to talk and talk and talk about it, but the website isn't for you. It represents you. It's really for your audience. It's for those event bookers. So if it doesn't work in that manner that they're going to need it to work in, it's not going to be as effective. So really like trying to take a step out of your shoes, which is where a coach really helps come into play. Um, and putting yourself in the event booker's shoes is, is critical to have a, a converting website that will get you people contacting. Um, another common mistake is just too much fluff, right? And I keep calling it fluff, but that's really what it is. It's just unnecessary filler information that the event booker doesn't need, right? You don't need to have a thousand word bio, it, right. you know, summarize your credentials and throw a little personal fun stuff in there, but they're not going to read pages and pages, mm -hmm. um, you know, 10 different talks that you could potentially give. You probably don't need to list all of those. You can talk about it in depth more with the event booker on the phone, right? Like right. what are your highlighted, your main ones you're known for? Uh, so just being really careful on like the amount of content that's on your website. If you want to write and write, then have a blog section on your website, right? Exactly. But don't make it the, the business part of your site. Yeah. Less, less is more when it comes to this, um, yeah. for sure. 
I love the first point, and this is such a critical point, and it's really hard for people to get. It's it correlates with people who have a hard time selling or say, "I don't like to sell." Mm-hmm. But when they get this, then they realize, "Oh, I'm I'm not selling myself because it is really hard to sell yourself. Nobody wants to buy you." <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> Anytime I invest in something, it's because I want something out of it. And I think it's so critical that when I come to your website, if everything starts with I, me, I, 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 you're like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it can't, it can't do that. It really needs to start with what's in it for me, the W I I F M. So if I'm the event planner, or if I'm the, the person who's going to potentially hire you for a conference or what have you, if it's not answering my biggest pain points and my biggest desires, goals, dreams, then there's an immediate disconnect because, and I say this with so much respect, no one really cares what you do. They mm-hmm. just want to know that you have, you're, you're going to solve my problem. And I think this is something we do phenomenally, uh, in the speaker lab at, as coaches with our students, like we, we really help them understand that. Yes, you're a great speaker. Yes. You are talented and you have so much to offer and impact to make. That's all great. But what you have to sell is the transformation to the people that you're speaking to, because again, no one's going to buy you. They want to buy a solution. And I think that also helps when it comes to selling, because then you start realizing, wow, I, you know, I really do make an impact and, and, and create transformation. So I offer more of an opportunity than a sales pitch, right? Totally. It takes the pressure off of you, right? Don't put so much pressure on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. put it on someone else. Yeah. Uh, and a really easy way to, to do that on your website too, is when you are describing your talks and your workshops put three bullet points, four bullet points of key takeaways that the audience is going to get from your talk, right? Like it could be less than a sentence long. Am I going to empower them with something? Am I going to provide a, you know, a three-step system? Like what are, what are they going to take away? And that also really helps the event booker know that you're really catering towards the audience and not towards yourself. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. That's uh that is a huge, huge, um, huge tip right there. So if everybody goes to their website right now and you see a bunch of eyes and me's, that's a red flag, right? It mm-hmm. has to be that punchy transformational language. What are they going to discover? What are they going to learn? What are they going to be able to implement? How are they going to be different? All of that kind of language. That's what's really critical. Um, so Oh, you also, we also talked about, and this is such a big one and people don't realize it. Like I think over 88% of the people will come to your website through their phone. Yes. And how many Ugh. websites are not mobile friendly? And it's just it is a such a pet hot piece. Mess. Oh, I yeah. can't, I can't, I'm, if I go to a website and it doesn't look good on my phone or I can't like navigate easily on my phone, I'm off in like five seconds or less. Yeah. And it's no different with a speaking site right? Like totally. it is the expectation. It is not a luxury anymore. It is the expectation that your site's going to be functioning on a mobile device. It is, it's got to be user-friendly on everything, right? Easy to click and find your buttons need to be working. You got to scroll well, but it's got to look on, on a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah. And I would encourage you anytime you make a change to your website, check it on your desktop, 
and check it on your phone. It's really important Um, because you'd be shocked. Like if you were to put a picture on the right side and then a picture on the left side, sometimes it looks really funky on mobile. Um, Mm -hmm. And even if it's mobile friendly, it still might look funky. So you really always, always make sure that when you make changes, you check on mobile and you check on, on your desktop. Absolutely. Really important. Um, Okay. So another asset that we deliver to our students is demo reels or sizzle reels. So um, talk about the importance of having a demo reel. Yeah. It sets you apart in a different way than your website, right? Like your website provides all of the necessary information that an event booker needs to have to contact you. The demo reel highlights you as a whole and what they can expect on stage. So not only does it provide the beautiful visual that your website does, but they get this audio sense of you as well. And together they they feel much more secure knowing how you present yourself um, with your hand motions and your facial expressions and how your voice carries or how you present yourself in a virtual manner. If you feature that on your demo reel, like there's a lot of different methods and strategies you can use for your demo, which we help you with at the speaker lab. You have coaching around that. Um, But it just, I always like to pair it on your website with your brand statement, right? Because that brand statement is a written version of, of you, who you are as a speaker, that overall vision you have. And the demo pairs beautifully with that to have that visual, that highlight movie piece with it. So they know exactly who, you, who you're going to be on stage when they hire you. And some speakers don't have this. And so if you come to an event booker and they're like, oh, should I, cho- you know, should I choose Sally or John or Jane? And Sally and Jane don't have a demo reel, but John does. Yeah. Well, I'm going to feel way more better because I know exactly what I'm getting from John. Yeah. That's such a great point. It's just one of those assets that just helps accelerate the no like, and trust. Um, yeah, I, I like to, I like to deem the, the demo reel, how you add flavor to your website. You know, it's like, what, what's the essence of who you are as a speaker? How do you command that stage and how do you move around on the stage? You know, and, and here's the other thing there, there are some event planners who don't want somebody moving and shaking all over the place on stage. So they're looking for that too. So it's really important in the demo reel that you honor your style and you let that shine through whatever that style is, there's all kinds. And so that's really important. You know, sometimes students will say, do you think I need to add this or add that? And I'm like, well, does that, is that a natural thing that you do? No. I'm like, then don't add it. No, because it won't come off natural then either. It'll feel forced. Totally. Totally. And it's so important. Um, the other thing too, like the demo reel is something that, um, students used to really freak out about. And I think, I think now we've really gotten into a good place with our students about this because, you don't need this massive production or you don't need to drop thousands of dollars. Um, Grant, the owner of our company, he, his first demo reel was completely mocked up and he walks you through that entire mock-up. I think it's incredible how creative our students get um, the things that they add and, and the um, just the creative genius that they pull out of themselves to create a demo reel that, is completely mocked up, right? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So talk about that a little bit, like how advanced does it need to be and, or not? Yeah. We certainly see two different boats, right? I would say probably 85% of our students come in with 
either unusable content because the topic doesn't relate or no content at all because they're brand new. Mm-hmm. And then great. If you come in with content, awesome. We'll use it. We'll, sure. we'll eat it right up. We'll make a great reel. But if you don't have content, um, there's a lot of tips and tricks that we can recommend to you. I was in that boat myself. I rented out a conference room for 25 bucks. I set up a camera. I had a nice mic and there was one person in the room and it was my friend. And I faked that there was an audience in front of me and it turned out fine. So like there, you know, there are spaces you can rent. There are techniques that you can use, including mixing virtual setting, just like this, uh, you and I on zoom, you know, um, adding some of those things can help ease the pressure off of having this you know, really expensive filmed setting uh, that you have to pay two to $5,000 for. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I even love the videos where the, the students add like still photos with themselves yeah. talking over it. I think that's like that, you know, it spotlights their personality and yeah. um, it captures their essence just as much as, you know, them talking live in front of an audience. So there's yeah. so many ways. Um, it's amazing what, what we can do in production, right? If you provide us quality content, whether it's professionally filmed or not, if it's quality, which we can talk about in a second, but, um, if you provide that to us, there's a lot we can do with really cool transitions and music and pictures and maybe some stock video, you know, in, in balance, uh, to make it a really effective demo reel, regardless of what you're coming in with to the program. Yeah. I love that. What, um, what are some of the biggest mistakes when it comes to, you know, you mentioned quality, um, you know, material, like what, what are some, some mistakes or non-quality material? Yeah. So sound and lighting, like just broadly overall, it's gotta be good. Um, again, in our technology, technological world, right. Uh, it's an expectation that you're going to have good sound, good lighting. The camera is going to be good. Yeah. Does that mean you have to Again, rent a $5,000 piece of equipment to film it. No, your phone does a really good job, but lean on the coaching team to, you know, get the proper setup with your phone to make sure it's, it has good lighting, that it's stable. Um, you got to have a good microphone. And so, you know, we provide tips on like what you can get and what you can use, but that sound quality, I mean, it's your demo. People have to be able to hear you. And so yes. if they're really straining or like there's weird background noises it's not going to be a good first impression. Um, you know, a lot of students will film on their phone, which is completely fine, but a lot of students will film it vertically. Well, that's an obvious hint that you've now just filmed that on your phone. So like, you know, just those little things you have to think about, which we help you through is just like that wide camera angle. And, you know, some of the different setups when you're actually on video, that can be huge. Yeah. Um, we had one student, you know, star student for sure. And, and he really wanted to nail it. And I mean, he just simply had somebody videotape him as he was walking in a garden and he was talking about what he does and it was so well done. Like sometimes that could come off a little corny, like, Oh, you know, this is obvious, but it was so well done. Um, I, I just think the sky's the limit with creativity of, of really coming up with a great demo reel, uh, in three minutes or less. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to cost an arm and a leg or anything, but to your point, the lighting, the sound, the angle of the camera, those are the small little things that you could do to make it professional. Yeah. And again, I can't drive this home enough. Just start with something because something is better than nothing. Your business is going to 
over the next 18 months to two years, your business is going to exponentially grow, which then you could make those decisions with all the material um, that you have from all of the talks that you've done. You can now make a better demo reel, upgrade your website, but again, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Start with something. And that's something we really encourage all of our students to do. And it gives you this really nice to-do list, right? Like we're going to get you the best product demo possible that you have with your resources now, but every time you book a gig, you know, then you need to start thinking about, okay, can I get pictures and videos here? Can I get some testimonials? You know, what can you do moving forward to create this backlog of content that you can use in your future demo reels? Because most speakers, what would you say, have a new demo reel every year or two? I mean, it could be a little further, but I mean, you want to get it updated as you evolve. So it's not, you know, you're not advertising a five-year-old demo to an event booker. Yeah. No, we've had students who have come back six months later and Mm -hmm. say, you know, I'm going to upgrade. I want to do it again. I have like all these, all this material. I'm going to give a pro tip right now. I'm going to drop a pro tip. This is big. I don't care where you're speaking or what the topic is, get the footage. I can't tell you how many students come into the program and they're like, oh my gosh, I never thought about recording myself at that event I spoke at. I never thought about somebody taking pictures of me up on stage, take every picture, have somebody video. I don't care if it's five minutes or 55 minutes, just get the footage. Yep. Absolutely. And be miked. <laughs> yes. Be, be miked. miked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why are these assets so important to the brand of the speaker? Mm-hmm. It shows effort for one, right? Like yeah. one of the first things I said when we started talking about marketable assets is, um, you know, it takes it from a hobby to a business. And so the more effort that, you know, the event booker that your audience can see that you've put into promoting yourself and your message, the more impressive it's going to be. So that effort is really important because this is a business and it needs to, it needs to reflect it as one. Um, those two things really help with that. Uh, and then it just highlights the best parts of you, right? It, it allows people to see in the, the noise of maybe who your, you know, your audience and industry is, it lets them see why you are the best person to speak on your message. Maybe it highlights your story a little bit. Maybe it highlights, you know, your achievements, whatever, or, or all of the above, it highlights you. And that's, that's really, that's, what's going to sell. It's you and your story and how people connect with you. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and as you and I always talk about, it really helps you niche and target and the right people pay attention to your message, which is really mm-hmm. important. You know, it's important for you to understand that. And this process does, you know, as we're coaching our students through the website and the demo reel, they see their business getting more and more niched. And um, for some, it's a little scary, but it doesn't mean you can't do other things as your business grows. But as you're kicking this off, it's really important to stay in a lane. And when you go through this process of being coached through the website and the demo reel, you you really define your lane. Um, and I, I want to say, and this is really important you know, for, for those who are listening, Something that we do as coaches with our students is, um, you know, we, we have a lot of students that say there's so many people who talk about this, but you have to remember there's no one in the world like you. Mm -hmm. And just like, there's no two thumbprints that are the same. It's the 
the same as speakers. There's no two people in this world like you. And so the way that you talk about your topic, the stories that you share, the impact that you make is going to be very different than the person next to you. You know, no, we're not all Tony Robbins, but it doesn't mean you can't be similar to him and have just as much success, but you're just going to do it different. And for and you don't people, need to do it the same. No, because <laughs> right. That's my next point, right? Because for the people that are going to be attracted to you, they don't want Tony Robbins. They want you. And so I think that's such an important thing to remember. And I feel like going through the website and the demo reel process really helps that come to light mm-hmm. um, or to life, you know, where, where speakers are like, man, I, I really, I really do have something here. And it gives them that confidence to put themselves out there as a professional speaker. Yeah. You know, we're not getting endorsed by Tony Robbins now, right? (laughs) Oh, well, you know, he's too busy anyway. Sorry, Tony. (laughs) Um, Anything else you want to add? So true. Just, you know, along with what you're saying, it's going to deter the people that you don't want, right? Like we've all worked with non-ideal clients in either a corporate setting or a, a, you know, self-run business setting. You don't want to take gigs that you don't want. And so by being very clear and setting your tone and your story, it's going to attract those who want you, deter those who don't want you and you don't want either. So it's a win-win for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's, 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 uh, it is a win-win. And I think, you know, for those of you who haven't worked with us before, it is such a collaborative process. Um, as mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you get to uh, module three in our speak framework, it is extremely collaborative. We support you all the way through the process. And, um, you know, there, there will definitely be bumps in the road, but knowing that you have a coach who is seasoned in this, who understands it and who knows you as a speaker mm-hmm. is really powerful to the process. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, right? Like it takes a village. You have your message, you have your impact, but let lean on people, right? Like we're all here to help. We want you to produce the best product possible. We want to highlight you in the best way. So that's what we're here for. Lean on us, get opinions, but not too many opinions, but get opinions. Like, yeah, you know, don't, don't try to do this alone in your own little Island because you're going to get so much more out of it when you do lean on other people to, to help you along the way. I was just about to close, but I have got to really highlight what you just said, because it's really important opinions, um, be really careful with Mm -hmm. opinions, right? If, if, if I'm a runner and you hate to run, I'm not going to seek your opinion about running. Right. (laughs) So if, if you're a speaker and half your friends are like, why are you doing that? The last thing you want to do is get their opinion on your website, right? You could share your (laughs) website, but you don't need to get their opinion about it. So just be careful with that. Like we all have our personal confidants in our life. Those are people you definitely want to get opinions on, especially when it comes to the essence or the personality of your website, because the people who love you and know you the best will be able to say, why did you add purple when you're such a turquoise person, you know, like (laughs) things like that. Um, but just be really careful about getting too many opinions because you're going to end up on that hamster wheel of, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, what else? What if, should I, could I, right? So you have to be really, really careful with that. Always going to have shoulda, woulda, couldas. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, like a few opinions are great. It leans towards the need to feel that perfection. If you Mm -hmm. keep getting more and more and more opinions. So trust yourself, trust your vision and your message 
and lean on the people that you very much trust with their opinions. Yeah. And trust your coach and you will, that, that mm-hmm. just comes naturally with our students and our, our coaching team. Absolutely. Um, there's a natural relationship that forms. And so that trust is there. So, um, uh, well, this was awesome. And just to summarize, you know, we talked about the abstract, we talked about a website, we talked about a demo reel. Um, and you know, there's, there's other things that we need, but in terms of marketing yourself and really having assets to put yourself out there confidently, those are three critical things. So thanks so much for being here, Katie. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. All right, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, I want you to know that we do this podcast simply because we want to serve and support speakers like you. We don't charge anything for you to listen, but in return, we do have one small favor to ask. Would you be willing to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening right now? Hit that subscribe button. Also, leave us a rating and review within iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to these podcasts. We read every single one of them, and they also help other people to find the show. Also, if you are looking to take the next step in growing your speaking business, be sure and check out thespeakerlab.com. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com. We've got a ton of free resources and tools there, and you can also learn more about the programs that we offer, which include one-on-one coaching. Our mission here is to help you find the confidence, clarity, and clear path that you need to own your speaking success. So again, check us out over at thespeakerlab.com. As always, we appreciate you hanging out with us and we'll catch you next time. You're awesome.